Hello everyone, I'm your host Annie Watson and welcome back to another episode of R is so Rare. This week's episode is just going to be me giving you guys a little bit of a life update. Um, I'm still trying to plan guests for the month of June and my past three episodes have been kind of long. So I just wanted to give you guys the rundown on how my life is going right now. Um, there's a lot of personal change going on in my life and I want to also throw out some of the ideas that I um, have in my head that have yet to come into fruition but um, would be really fun ideas for growing my platform with this podcast and with my Instagram especially. So I hope you guys enjoy. Be sure to subscribe to our Sarare on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to follow me on Instagram at Podcast. That is where you're going to hear more life updates from me. Um, I'm not going to be doing these life updates that often usually only when um after usually after like bigger episodes or when i have a lot of change going on and i need to give you guys an actual update um through an episode um where there's more where there's a lot of change going on i'll do a whole episode but more of the tiny updates and also like updates on um on on just like when episodes are coming out and possible bonus episodes and guests like those are all going to be on my instagram I also will have just posted a reel on um, Instagram today by the time you listen to the episode. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into the episode. But yeah, so first big life update is school, but probably sounds super, super boring. Um, But I am finishing um, this school year on Friday, June 4th. I'm very excited. Um, I will be done with finals by Friday, which is amazing. I feel like I've just been thinking about finals for like a week and a half now, um, on top of projects and just being busy with school during the entire month of May, which is why I've had a hard time uploading episodes and scheduling them for 6am on Tuesday, which is what I usually do. Um, the reason why I didn't do that for today's episode is because I had finals this morning, um, which went well, by the way. Um, I'm hoping the rest of this week is pretty good. Um, I'm kind of happy with the way my high school did it because we were hybrid for the rest for the entire school year. They kept it so that the halves of the alphabet had they weren't bringing all the kids in person. All of a sudden, they separated it for each half of the alphabet, which is kind of nice. Um, although that means that I end my last two days of finals in the afternoon instead of in the morning. Um, so my friends on the other half of the alphabet are like, we'll be, we'll have been done with finals for the entire year by like 11 AM and you won't even be there in person yet. And I'm like, yes, I know. Um, I don't care though. It's fine. It's like trivial in the whole spectrum of life. But yes, I'm excited to be done with the school year. Um, I'm just kind of ready to be done. Um, I need, I need kind of a break. Um, I'm just, I'm very excited that the school year's over. It's been long yet short. Like the month of the months of April and May flew by, but like the fall felt like forever ago, if that makes any sense. Um, I felt like the fall was so long. Um, when I like when we were in it, it felt like it just lasted forever. Um, I think it was because we were constantly worried about getting shut down, which we didn't, thank goodness. But yes, I'm excited to be done with the school year. Um, I don't know. I think summer is just really good um, to have a break from everything, not have too many obligations. Um, I'm just really excited to see what the summer holds for my podcast. Um, I'm very, very excited for the guests I have lined up. I just scheduled my first interview for the month yesterday, 
it's in a couple weeks um but it, it's very exciting because it's somebody i've been following for probably five months now um i kicked kickstarted my podcast instagram like a few weeks into my podcast itself um if you know already at rs rare podcast that's where most of my change is going to be happening um and there's this one uh one woman that i follow who has a rare disease i won't spoil anything but she probably if she's listening to my podcast she definitely knows i'm talking about her um but we finally have it scheduled and i'm so excited because from what i understand from her instagram because she's very transparent on there she definitely has a lot to bring to the table and i'm very excited um i also still keep in contact with all my old guests i know it's a random thing to say on a life update about me but i think it's good to keep in contact with these people um because like they they expanded my rare disease like my understanding of the rare disease community before my podcast and when i start i started my podcast in january before then only the only real people i knew in the rare disease community were my narcolepsy friends um and even that that was maybe 10 people that i knew that had narcolepsy um and then like a couple people in my family like i have a cousin who has um he has a physical um rare disorder and then i have distant relatives who have um other rare and chronic conditions but like that's pretty much it before january um i think this podcast has really helped me I don't know, get, get a better sense of what goes on in the lives of millions of people who, are, who aren't who are being heard, and I want my podcast to be that. Um, I, I've just learned so much. Like, I've, I've definitely learned a lot just from each individual episode, um, just about the rare disease community in general, what I can do to make it better, make their lives better, um, and what I can do to even improve my podcast. I remember I was talking to Gemma Tiffany Rosewater. Um, she has hyperacusis. I interviewed her back in, I think, February or March. Um, and she asked me once we finished the interview, like, I'm still able to listen to the podcast. My episode just at a low volume. Is there any way there's transcriptions? And I'm still working on that. And it's June 1st. But I'm hoping I can fix that because I know that the hearing loss deaf community um, definitely took a hit from the pandemic because, like, it's really hard to hear people with masks. There's a girl who goes to my uh, high school who's in my grade and she was part of, she was, she does the same extra, one of the extracurriculars I do, she's also a part of. And um, she's very sweet um, and we all try very hard to accommodate because like she she relies on reading people's lips so and i don't mind but every once in a while we'd have to take our masks like lower our masks so she could know what we were saying um because not all of us know sign language um which is like i feel bad like a lot of those people are struggling and like when i did my interview with grant that was like end of january um and vaccines weren't really out that quite yet and he has hearing loss as a result of his rare of his rare disease, um, as a result of Alport syndrome. But even then, he admitted in the interview, like I've had trouble. Like the hardest thing with the pandemic has been the masks, because I can't hear people that well. Um, so I'm hoping that um, soon um, I can really release a Ars Rare website to make it easier for you guys to access episodes, other stuff I could add there that's just exclusive to the website. It's still kind of like a mini brainchild, like it's not quite born yet. It's still a little mini brain fetus, if you will, if to think about the uh, child development analogy. I hope that makes sense, but it's kind of more of a brain fetus than a brain child. Um, it's still like 
more like story think of like a film it's on the storyboard stage not quite the uh lights camera action stage if that makes any sense um we're not quite we're not quite in post yet for editing we're more on the storyboard stage for that website but hopefully that can be a source of transcriptions because i know there are different website creator creation sources i can use to embed episodes and then transcribe them um because a lot of the podcasts i listen to they have that available and they are part of bigger um podcast networks like the office ladies has it through earwolf vox um the today explained um which is probably one of my favorite those two are probably one of my favorite some of my favorites like they always have transcriptions but they're also run by big podcast networks i'm doing this myself um which I signed up for this, like I knew I would, I enjoy it so, so much. Um, but I'm hoping that a website is around the corner because that would be really cool to have my own web presence, like my own URL, like that would be amazing. Um, so far, I just have my Instagram for the podcast, this podcast, and then like my, um, the platform I use, Anchor, um, they, they make their own type of website type thing for me, anchor.fm slash Annie hyphen Watson, if you want to go check it out. Um, I think that's what the link is. But like, that's just of my episodes. There are other, so many other things I could do with my own website. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to possibly have that in the horizon. That's probably one of the biggest things I would say would be podcast related change in my life. Again, that's still kind of a brain fetus instead of a brain child again the child development analogy is really the only thing i can think of um i hope it makes sense but yeah i think a website would be really cool to have in the future um i also think i need to be realistic with myself in how can i manage this not just in the summer when i don't have school and don't have like minor activities and obligations but when i have school and i'm in person full-time say best case scenario um and even a year and a half from now when I'm in college juggling classes and possibly being away from home like all that type of stuff I need to be realistic with myself but I also want to grow this platform so rare disease change can happen because it needs to and there's so much progress that still needs to be made and I hope my podcast um can elevate that to the forefront but yeah I just hope that um my podcast is being helpful to anybody out there um I know this episode in particular won't be super helpful um, for getting diagnosed with a rare disease. Go see your your medical professional. Don't rely on me for diagnosis. I'm just a teenager advocating for people with rare diseases. I'm just a teenage rare disease advocate who just so happens to have a mic and a laptop and a podcast. Like, I'm not a medical professional. Um, Also, earlier when I mentioned vaccines, I'm not a pro about the vaccines. Go to the CDC website for more information. That will literally be my first link in my show notes because like if you want to be educated about a vaccine you're getting injected into yourself like go look at their website they have everything um I love how Instagram like implemented that wherever they find that's my air conditioning um sorry (laughs) you can probably hear in the background but whenever Instagram posts mention vaccines or the CDC or I got my shot today like in the caption um or like in like an Instagram picture, they always put for more information, go to cdc.gov, which I think is genius. I don't know how they're able to track that all down with the billions of Instagram posts, but shout out to them because that's literally amazing. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much one of the more short-term goals is to have a website so I can transcribe these episodes for you guys. Um, That would definitely be an extra job for my part. Um, I'm not 
I don't think I'm technically allowed to like hire somebody to do that for me. Um, I also like would kind of like to do that myself because I'm a control freak. I like to do everything my own way. Um, I'm that person in a group project that kind of takes control over the entire thing and does most of the work because I hate like I, I'm a trust like I trust people but like I'm a control freak. It's it's a double-edged sword. That's a random thing. But yeah, um, that's kind of the one, one of the more minor updates um, with me. Another just update is my narcolepsy has been pretty good. The month of May was just so busy that there were a few days where I would just I just crashed at like 8:30 at night, which I go to bed relatively early for my age anyways. Like a lot of my friends because they are teenagers usually stay up late anyways. All of my friends don't go to bed so like 10 45 11 12 at night I go to bed like 10 o'clock is late for me I know that's sad and I sound like an old lady but I have a rare disease to explain for it um I kind of just buy that's a joke I have with my friends is like yes I go to bed like I go to bed early like someone who's not my age like I don't go I don't have the sleep schedule for the same sleep schedule as most of my peers but I have a rare disease to explain for it um but yeah, I also just don't sleep in, which I kind of hate, but it's kind of nice to be a morning person because productivity is just like ingrained in my head anyways. Um, it can be it can be toxic. I've learned that the hard way this past month. Um, I mean, the past like six months, but especially the past month because, oh my gosh, the amount of schoolwork I had to do. Whew, I did not see it coming. Um, I think all of, I love the teachers that I have. I love the school that I go to. It was just I felt like there was so much going on. Um, and I'm fine. I'm just kind of happy to be in the, in the home stretch, the final mile of the marathon, which I don't, I could never run a marathon ever. I'm just not a runner. Um, I used to be, but I was more in shape back then. <laughs> um, and I was younger, so I was definitely more physically fit then, but I'm in the final mile of the, of the marathon. We're at mile 26 of 26.2. Like it's great. Um, I felt like the past month has been mile 13 to 26 instead of 25 to 26. Another analogy for you. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to be done with school because I think my narc, I could just use a lot of naps. I definitely have been taking more naps recently. Like I think it was yesterday. I just like fell asleep for like an hour yesterday with my dog. <laughs> I just like was studying for finals yesterday. Um, and was just so exhausted. It was just me and my, and my dog on the couch. And I I was woken up by something. I don't know if it was just I was uncomfortable. And I looked at the clock and it had only been like 25 minutes. And I'm like, no, we need a longer nap. I, I deserve it. Um, it's been hard for me to realize that like, I'm not slacking off. I need this for my body. It's definitely been something I've had to learn in the past month. Even though I've literally had this rare disease. I've literally had narcolepsy for... 10 nine years now nine years in April. nine years 11 years I can't do math I was diagnosed in 2010 yes it's 11 years now which is literally crazy 11 years as of this past April insane um but yeah I cannot do math I am so sorry um but yeah I've literally had this I've literally had narcolepsy for 11 years of my 17 years of existence and it took me may 2021 to realize that i need to just let my body rest it's kind of a lesson i have to learn and then relearn because i don't learn from my mistakes and then i have to relearn the lesson and just mess up all over again and it's a constant cycle 
Um, if any of my narcolepsy friends are listening, please let me know if that's normal because like, I hope it's not because I don't want to have to go through burnout. Um, burnout's just a normal part of life, but I definitely go too hard on myself sometimes. Example, last week, um, last Tuesday was an at-home day for me. If you know, you probably know the story if you follow me on Instagram. I posted on my stories a lot that night. Um, but I was going to crank out my episode. I was going to post Isla's episode, um, which please go listen to that episode. It's such a great interview. Um, I was going to post it even if it meant po- staying up till 11 at night to edit. I was like halfway, almost half, I was over halfway done with editing it and it was like nine o'clock at night I had taken a break to uh, spend time with my family um and like have dinner and stuff and it was like nine o'clock and I'm like mom I'm like almost done editing my episode but I'm exhausted and she's like go to bed like she said she said it lovingly like I love my mom so much um and she definitely knows more my weaknesses more than I do um I hope (laughs) I'll probably need her at doctor's appointments even after I turn 18 because I'm not going to know my weak spots, um, which is definitely something you learn at a, a, at a young age with a rare disease is that like, I can't imagine having to go to doctor's appointments by myself. Um, I just think my, my mom knows my, my mom knows my narcolepsy as much as I do. Um, some things more so because she knows my triggers. She knows what sets me off, um, what can affect my day, my entire day, um, cataplexy or narcolepsy wise, like love her so much. Um, it's good to have that support system. Cause I know a lot, some people don't, um, and I'm very grateful for it, but like, I need that blunt truth. Cause I'm like that too, where I'll be super blunt with people and I'd rather be brutally honest than lie to you. Um, that's just who I am. And my mom definitely was definitely pulled something I would do. Um, it was like, Annie, Annie, you just need to go to bed. So I did, and I didn't end up uploading that episode that night, and I was disappointed in myself. I'm like, wow, my listeners are gonna hate me. Like, it was a whole thing. I was texting one of my friends about it, and she's like, like you have a rare disease. Like, they're gonna understand. If anybody were to be understanding of this, it would be your listeners, because they literally are in the same boat as you. And I was like, okay, good. That makes me feel a lot better. Um, I'm def- like I said, I'm pretty hard on myself, so um, it can be hard to not be ready and uploaded by by Monday night and schedule it for Tuesday morning, which is me today because I had finals this morning. Um, but I need need to be realistic with myself. I need to realize that this community and my listeners are hopefully understanding, um, and that even if I miss an episode um, or I don't have a guest prepared or anything, like my core support system. Um, is gonna be is gonna be okay with that because it's not gonna define the rest of my life like it's just not um, and I need to realize that but yeah my narcolepsy has been pretty good it was just the last couple weeks of May it just I was so busy um, I definitely took this past weekend to just rest um, and also reflect on the fact that it was Memorial Day yesterday I know it's kind of a controversial issue if you don't know um, there have been let's just say there have been things that were posted that didn't explain why we have Memorial Day. Um, I think Memorial Day is big. It's it should be understood. Um, but that's another topic for another day. I just hope that people, including myself, I wanted to make sure I spent some time reflecting on what it meant. Um, but yeah, that's just a whole nother topic for another day. Um, but yes, we have Monday off because we're honoring those who have died in service. Um, which is what Memorial Day is, and I'm forever grateful for those who died in service for me. Um, but yeah, I 
in general, I spent this past weekend just kind of resting and studying for finals, which sounds really counterintuitive, but like I needed so much rest for the amount of stress I was putting myself under. Um, kind of necessary stress and kind of not. Um, kind of a high, normal high school thing plus narcolepsy kind of just towers. It just constantly grows and grows. But this summer, like I said, will be much needed. It's going to be the much needed break I need in my life. Um, we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll get back to the rest of the update with yours truly. And we are back. Um, I really hope I'm not boring you guys. <laughs> I say that in like some conversations where I just go on and on and on and my friends are like, stop it. You're not boring us. And I'm like, am I though? Am I though? Um, I think it's kind of cool that I'm connecting to so many people across the globe, might I add? Like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, more big life updates. I'm doing a, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I'm doing a journalism program this summer through Northwestern. Um, I'm very excited about it. Um, it's for like six weeks virtually. So um, it's like end of June to end of July. I'm very excited. It's kind of surreal. It's with people my age from all over the world, apparently, which is like no big deal. It is a big deal. That's me being sarcastic. Um, but yes, I'm very excited. Um, it'll be interesting. It will take up most of my weekdays, but um, not for super, super long. It's more of a morning thing. And then a few evenings a week, I'll have to check in. But I'm very excited. That's probably the biggest change that will affect you guys listening to that are um, loyal subscribers of the podcast. Um, that will be the biggest change because that may affect my uploading schedule, which it shouldn't. Um, but if it does happen, that is why. Um, because I probably will have assignments for it um, and all that fun stuff and like meeting with groups and meeting with mentors and professors. I don't know what that noise is. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about that. If you don't know, my dream job is to be a sports broadcaster. Um, my dream job is to work on SportsCenter, which like I've never met another person that has that same dream job as me let alone a girl who wants to be in sports broadcasting, which like we need to change that. It's gotten better. There are more females in sports broadcasting and I love it so much. Um, I could geek out about all of them for like hours. That's my dog. Sorry. Um, I could literally geek out about that for hours, um, but that's not what this podcast is about. Um, but yes, my dream job is to work in sports journalism. Um, I have realized now with this podcast actually that disability public policy advocacy could be a career um that's definitely probably my second option um if journalism doesn't work out which I'm fully prepared that it won't um not to be pessimistic that's just me being realistic with myself because journalism is yes it's so so important but like I don't want to narrow down my options with just a journalism major. I've had this conversation with my parents countless times, and I probably will for this entire summer with college visits. Um, but yeah, public, public policy is definitely up there with um, journalism slash international, like global diplomacy, international studies. Um, I don't know if I could do like a double major. I could probably do a double major in a minor. Um, I don't know. It could be pretty cool. I still have months to figure that out let alone years like I don't have depending on where I go I don't have to declare a major until sophomore year which is nice but also like I kind of have an idea of what I want to do so I just want to get it done um but yeah th that whole college decision process will take up most of my summer um not that I know wh where I'll get in until like December maybe January um depending on how early I apply 
I probably won't do early decision though because that's really intimidating. Like I'm not that set on where I want to go yet. Um, even though I literally have talked about with my friends and family Northwestern being a dream, it's just because it's the top journalism school in the country and like a lot of sports broadcasters went there. Like no big deal. Like I could definitely, again, I can major in something other than journalism and still end up on SportsCenter. I know that for sure. But um, yeah, I'm very excited for the college search process. I'm very super nervous as well as I should be. But yeah, that's kind of the biggest change. Um, I'll, this time next year, I'll have all the dorm and roommate and packing stuff probably re- underway, which is exciting. Um, I will have graduated by this time next year, which is insane. I did not want to say that out loud. Um, again, because I hate change. But yeah, I'm doing a journalism program this summer um, through Northwestern, which is really cool. Um, and again, it's virtual, so I can do a lot of things. I can do this podcast still, don't worry. Um, I mean, I, I'm sad I don't spend three weeks at Northwestern, but also I have, it's longer, but it's virtual. So I'm literally just using the same stuff. Like I just needed to buy a textbook. I don't have to like pack for three weeks, which is kind of nice. I, it's not that far from home anyways, but like it's nice that I can do whatever I want in the downtime that I have, um, which I love that about Zoom because it's all over Zoom. That's what I love about Zoom. I can literally do anything else and still, I, I can do my podcast in school because of the way school was laid out and because Zoom. Zoom is literally amazing. But yeah, that's pretty much all the big life stuff that's happening. Um, for the podcast and my platform specifically, I will be uploading way more to Instagram. I hope to do more Instagram lives, more reels, um, more posts that aren't just about my um, episodes. I need to get better about that. Um, I work so hard on my posts for the episodes that I need to realize that I can post about other things as well. Um, it's still kind of a learning curve for me. I've only had this Instagram for since February. Um, and I'm still trying to learn about it and with it being public, like what do I share? What do I not share? That's a whole thing that I have to deal with, especially since I am so young. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited. I actually will have uploaded a reel already to my Instagram and obviously the post that goes with this episode. But yes, Instagram is definitely going to change drastically. Um, I want my Instagram to be a place where I'm more reliable. Not that I'm not reliable on my podcast. It's just with my past month being so busy, it's been hard to keep up with exact scheduling like I did in March and April. Um, But again, that will change with the summer. Um, I want to be more reliable on my Instagram where I'm posting, I'm reposting stuff on my Instagram stories more often and doing more Q&As and more Instagram stories, more reels. I have so much fun filming reels. Um, it does mean I have to go to different sounds. Like I just scroll through reels to find sounds for you guys that I find entertaining and also can be used for educational purposes because I want to use my experience as, as well as what I've learned from other people to benefit the rare disease community. Um, I want to make sure that people realize that it's never too late to start advocating, but it's also never too early to start advocating. Um, I've dealt with a lot of guilt with the fact that I spent from age six to age 14 not doing anything. Um, I think it was because this is all so scary and new and because I was so young and it's amazing to see young advocates, but I get that, oh, I could have done that when I was 12, 13, 14, but I have so much more time. Yeah, life is short, but life is long. Like, I have so much more time to do what I want advocacy-wise that 
I couldn't, I couldn't do in the eight years that I missed out and missed out because I was going through the, uh, looking back, I was going through grief. I was going through, I was going through like puberty. I was going through, which that's not TMI. That's just a part of life. Um, I was going through like stress as an eight-year-old I was going through like medical gaslighting my diagnosis I was going through trying to figure this out on my own I went through loss in my family like it was a whole big thing um and from ages like five to age like nine or ten no probably from when I was five to when I was like 10 and 11 I went through a heck of a lot um mainly personally but I probably won't it'll maybe a while until I talk about that type of stuff um, not that I don't want to share it with you guys. It's just, and it contains a lot of stuff about my personal life that only my family and friends know. Um, not that it's like bad. It's just, I don't know how willing I am to expose that to the entire world. Um, it's just a personal comfort level thing. Um, because I want my, I don't want that to overshadow the fact that I want to benefit the world at large. Um, I'm not trying to be selfish where I'm like, my dream is to be famous and to change the world forever. Yada, yada, yada. Like... I want my platform to reach somebody who feels effect who feels affected in some way or another positively or negative negatively being oh I need a change um because I've had those moments in some interviews I realized wow I'm insanely lucky um I'm insanely grateful for all the gifts I've been given um for my family for my friends like it sounds bad but like it could be worse. It's a bad way to look at life. I'm just going to say that. But like, I'm so happy that my story is the way it is because it's defined who I am. Yes, not in a bad way, in a good way. But like, I've learned so much from my story and from the 15, 16 stories I've had so far on my podcast. Um, I just, and from the ones I learned from other podcasts, rare disease or not, like, the human condition is so interesting when you think about it. Like we tell, we've always told stories for millions and millions of years. We've told stories um, and that's never going to change. And the fact that they're rare disease stories, yes, that's completely different than a non-rare disease story, but it's just like everything that's been said for thousands of years. It's a story. It's personal. It's 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 different it's unique um and it brings value to the world at large um and i think people need to realize that their voices matter like yes people may suppress it and that stinks and the people who do suppress it should be i don't know punished but and should be called out but your voice and your story matters whether it's you're the best you're the best friend of the rare disease patient you're the Res the nurse in the residency who just so happened to come across a narcolepsy patient. You're the parent of a child who passed away from a genetic rare condition you didn't know until after they passed away. Like all these, and even the rare disease patient myself. Like all of these stories bring so much joy, sadness, grief, laughter, sad sadness, happiness, interest, um, strange strange. Um, idiosyncrasies like all of these come from stories because that's how, what we're built on we're built on relationships and stories like that's just how we function as a society even if you don't even even if you scroll through instagram stories or instagram posts 
subconsciously without any like real purpose, which we're all guilty of, every single one of those things comes from a story. Whether it's a comment about connections to that po- that post, excuse me, and hiccup, or it's some random post that you reposted, which is what I do sometimes, it all comes from a story within you. And those stories should be elevated. They shouldn't be brought put it to the side just because they're rare disease stories. Um, and I want my podcast to be that elevation that is necessary. Um, I'm also so grateful to be in a space where all of these rare disease podcasts are also doing that. And we're not competing against each other for listeners. We're not like ratting each other out for one bad thing we said or a mistake we did. Like we're all supporting each other. Um, if you don't know, I was featured on an All Stripes article for the top 12 rare disease podcasts that are still releasing episodes. Um, and I freaked out when I saw that. I was walking out of school from a uh, club meeting and I almost cried of happiness. And I was like giddy when I got home to tell my parents. They didn't know what All Stripes was. And I was like, I'm going to give you the rundown. Here's what's going on. And I was like, I'm in the same ranking as the top rare disease podcasts. Like, it's literally an honor. Um, I'm literally so happy that I'm able to do this. Um, and I'm so grateful to be in a space where I can do this without huge backlash or controversy because this community is amazing. Um, but yes, I hope to grow my Instagram even, even more. Um, reels, posts, stories, live, live streams. I don't know. Just battling with it. Yeah, I'm just kind of trying to navigate this myself. I'm learning as you're learning, um, especially with these stories. Like, you guys are hearing it for the first time. And in that interview, I'm hearing it for the first time. My rare disease community field of vision has grown exponentially since I started this podcast. And that's what I wanted to happen. Um, And that's what I hope to happen for months, maybe years to come. Who knows? But yeah, that's pretty much my life update. I don't want to bore you guys for too, too long. Um, I'm going on like 30 minutes, which is fine. I don't care. But yes, Um, just big school life change, Instagram, um, hopefully a website by the end of the year, maybe. Um, That's more of a long-term thing. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to this short life update. Um, Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Podcast. That's where most of the updates from day to day, week to week will come. And again, I will have posted a reel and the post for this episode on there already. Um, Be sure to subscribe to Ars Serer on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at Ars Serer Podcast. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of R is Rare. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at R is Rare Podcast. See you guys next Tuesday. Bye.